I'm your host, Whitney Eckes, a serial entrepreneur and social media guru that has an infatuation with all things business related. On the show, we bring together brands, creators, and thought leaders to discuss the power of influence. Each episode is jam-packed with learnings, firsthand stories, and conversations from guests that truly have their finger on the pulse. Stay tuned as we dive into the stories and explore the impact they're making by getting under the influence. What is up, everybody? I am back. Wow, took a year off podcasting and it feels so strange to be sitting in front of the microphone inside of my house, in my robe, early morning, and it's literally taking me so long to really think about what I wanted this first episode to do or to do, to even talk about on this episode. So this is actually going to be my first ever solo episode, and I figure, you know, we just take some time. We get back into it. We, you know, ease back into the podcasting game as gracefully as one can. Also, not to mention, I have been teasing a huge announcement for you guys and feel like we should start at the beginning so that you can understand how this all came about and the story of it and really just get into it together and walk through this journey together. So when we stopped, we were on the 50th episode of Under the Influence podcast. We had this amazing major event with Aaron Fader. We launched a jewelry collaboration and then I took off to Europe for like three weeks. It was literally the best way to just drop the mic and be like, all right, I'm taking some time off. What I didn't anticipate was basically taking off an entire year of podcasting. Um, I love the show. I love every all the opportunities it's brought me. I love the community that we've built. And um, you know, after the 50th episode, I really didn't know if it was something I wanted to do again. And so, yeah, we took a year off. And honestly, I'm kind of grateful because that year just so happened to be 2020, and there was so much going on for everyone in 2020. And then also too, there was just a lot going on with myself, with my business. You know, it was, it was a lot, right? I think we can all gather that 2020 was a fucking lot. So welcome back. Welcome back to Under the Influence. Here I am. I'm your host, Whitney Eckes. I am the founder of Eckes Marketing. I am the co-founder of Spark and Seek. I started this little thing called the Influence Movement, which birthed a podcast called Under the Influence Podcast. Um, I have a personal brand, a personal blog called Life with Whitney. And man, God, what other things have I, you know, extended myself out to? a lot. But all that to say is I'm here. I'm so excited to have you guys back on and welcome to the first solo episode. Um, Bear with me. There's going to be a lot of ums. I'm probably going to stutter. I'm probably going to say all the wrong words, but we're going to get through this together and it's going to be super fucking real and honest and raw and uh, really open you guys up to a new new direction of the show that I've wanted to go. So one of the reasons why I've never recorded a solo episode is, A, I don't 
I don't think I could have sat and listened to myself for, you know, 30 minutes or however long this is going to be. And B, you know, I really didn't have any direction I wanted to go with a solo episode. Um, But the more that I've been kind of taking some time for myself, I realized that, you know, I do have a story to share and I have a lot of really cool things that I actually want to kind of prompt you guys with. I want to make this show way more inclusive. I really want the community to start getting more involved. And um, I got a lot of big guests that are going to be coming on that, you know, are wanting to share their own stories, you know, share their advice in business, share where they started, where they've come from. Um, and then also to, you know, like I said, get you guys involved, whether those are questions or having different people from the community come on and actually sit in on an interview. Um, I got some big plans per usual, but I'm excited to bring you guys along for the journey. So dude, what's new? Do we really need a 2020 recap? I mean, I don't really feel like we need to talk about it all that much. I don't really want to have to dive back into it. You guys are over it. You know the story. I know the story. Like I'm not really going to touch upon it. What I am going to say is that 2020 was the biggest fucking curveball of my life. So you know, I'm just going to dive right in and just share it all. 2020 happened and I lost about 75% of my marketing business. Um, was not fun. I was really cornered in the hospitality niche in San Diego. In fact, I was about to be throwing one of the biggest events of my career to date around opening day um, near Petco Park down in East Village. So that was fun having that rescheduled. Um, but from that point, you know, I remember I was sitting, I was sitting in this in our conference room, our beautiful conference room that overlooked Petco Park. And um, I was sitting there with some of the founders of Easy Bids, which is another company that, you know, I'm part owner in. And we're sitting there and everyone's just kind of like talking, like kind of mindlessly talking about what's going on with the COVID-19 pandemic and you know, what they're thinking and what the future is going to look like. And as we're sitting there, my phone just starts like lighting up. And it was just like email, email, email. And all of the subject lines were like, update, pause contract, so sorry. And my heart just like dropped. I was like, dude, like I'm in, you know, I'm, I was in the you know, beginning of our third year in business. We were getting so much good traction. We were signing these badass clients. We had a sick team. We had a great office. And I was like, no, there's no way. Like, there's no way I'm stopping. There's no way this is come. Like, there's no way. I'm not letting go of any of this business. I've worked way too fucking hard. I've come so far, you know, in just, you know, three short years. I, there's no way. Sure enough, we we lost a ton of it. And um, we decided not to renew our office lease and went fully remote. Um, that was a pivot in and of itself. Um, and just, you know, trying to stimulate our team and doing everything we possibly could to keep people on payroll and, you know, making sure that we, you know, we literally dipped into every bit of savings, you know, that the company had just to make sure that we were kind of just floating through. And we did. Um you know, graciously enough, we we ended 2020 on a high note and profitable and solid. We uh, didn't accept any government loans or funding or anything like that. Also, too, we have a pretty damn small team, so I really didn't even know if I was eligible for those things. But we ended the year the best way that we could. And um, from that point, business was, you know, kind of 
trekking along. We pivoted super hard and went from hospitality, you know, really deeply dove into the digital space and brands that were either direct to consumer or product based or CBG. And so um, we were doing all these things. And I remember, I remember just feeling down. And I remember feeling like something was, something was off. Like, and I was like, no, like, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to, you know, like, this is a lot, like this pandemic is a lot. I was like, but this isn't, I'm not just down because of all this stuff. Like I've been through, I've been through too much in my own life. I've been through too much in business that like, this isn't, this feeling isn't coming from the business. This feeling isn't coming from, you know, being locked in the house or being on lockdown. And I'm sure those things definitely, you know, uh, played into the way I was, you know, feeling they attributed to it. But, um, I just, I just remember feeling like so sad and I would cry at the drop of a hat. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep for like weeks, months, even pretty much all of lockdown. I just was, I remember I'd wake up at one in the morning and work until like six and just, I wasn't sleeping. And, um, finally I had a bit of a, bit of a breakdown. I, um, started seeing a therapist again and basically I was, uh, diagnosed with, (laughs) um, depression and, uh, severe anxiety. And, um, immediately they, there was this discussion. It was kind of a whirlwind, from being diagnosed to starting to talk about different medications that I was going to be going on. And all this time, my my mind was just so clouded. And I really – it almost felt like I didn't know which way was up or down. I didn't know what to do with my business. I didn't know what was going on with me. Um, there were some really, really, really dark moments that I, you know, I felt just completely – hopeless and um sad and it was anyway long story short this uh really kind of was the beginning chapter of my depression and my anxiety and everything that goes into it now before i go any further um my family has actually struggled with mental illness um i won't get into the depths of it I'm not ready to share those stories, but I have had family members that have dealt with mental illness um, that didn't receive the proper care or attention. Um, I've dealt with family members that have gone through addiction um, that are still battling addiction. And I've uh, we've had family members that have um, we've had, you know, we've had our family has faced suicide. So there's a there's a lot of there's quite a few things in you know my family and growing up that I was kind of exposed to and so when when this diagnosis happened my whole world kind of crumbled and I really didn't know enough about where I was at or what I was going through and I just remember thinking like I, you know, what, what is actually happening? Like, am I just a product of these genetics? Like, is this something that just runs in families? Like, is this just because like, I'm not, you know, living my normal life and I feel like I've lost so much because of the pandemic, but like, why am I so like, why am I so fucking sad? Like, why don't I have this desire to like be ambitious anymore or live anymore? Like, 
work or enjoy my life? Like, why is, why do I just feel so completely fogged and numb? And so at this point I was just like kind of crumbling. I felt like I was just kind of crumbling away. Um, I didn't tell anybody for a long time. I told one of my dearest friends, um, and then I slowly started to receive help. I got an amazing coach. Um, there's actually an entire podcast around my journey with my coach, Amy, um, that we decided to share. But essentially what happened during 2020 is I had to face what was going on with me. And I had to face that when business came to a slow and things stopped, who I was really living with and myself that I was living with. And what that that erupted so much inside of me that brought me to this crumbling point. And I think it's really interesting that when we talk about 2020, because there were so many awakenings. Um, there were so many things happening that for me, on top of all, you know, on top of everything civilly going on in our country and the election and the politics and, you know, people, innocent people dying you know, we, I was also facing this like internal crisis and walking through it myself. So I decided, you know, the only way, you know, to walk through this thing is to actually get to know it and to sit in it and to understand what exactly is happening. So as I was walking through my depression, my anxiety, I completely kind of re, I completely overhauled my lifestyle. I changed the way that I was doing business. I changed a lot of things within my agency um, and also to my personal life. I changed, you know, what I was doing. I really dove into some passion projects. I launched a blog. I, um, I, you know, worked on these different awesome business guides and just kind of started doing things for me again. And I did something a little crazy. I did something a little fucking wild, actually. Oh my gosh. Um, this is it, you guys. This is this is the moment. This is what I've been teasing and talking about and leading up to all on social media. Um, this is the announcement. I am launching a product-based business. I am launching a product called Get Super. Get Super is, first off, if you've been following me, there's been so many hints. I don't even know if I was that subtle about it, but we have been working on this amazing, amazing product for the last year and a half. And um, Get Super is an instant wellness beverage company. And our entire mission is to help support others and really help them throughout their day by showing up with a calm, focused energy. So we take basically instant beverages in stick packs and we put in supplements that will help you throughout your day with major benefits that basically promote your overall well-being. Um, and the first product or the first two products that we have right now are our hemp infused instant coffee and our signature instant coffee. And I'm just so excited. And um, this whole story you know, around 2020 and around, you know, my own mental health journey has led to get super and has led to the formation of this brand because 
we really wanted to create something that spoke to people and helped them and made them feel a little bit super throughout their day. So this was something that helped me in the beginning and it continues to help me. In fact, I'm drinking it right now (laughs) and um, I'm just so excited to share this with you guys. So as I'm kind of telling you guys and sharing with you this story of, you know, me walking through this diagnosis and me rediscovering my, you know, mental well-being and kind of coming back to myself and walking through this journey holistically, I really want to share the incredible story that is Get Super with you and how I came upon it. So to be clear, this company, Get Super, had, had already been, had already existed before me. Um, it was a product that was a hemp-infused instant coffee and essentially what I did and how I stumbled upon it <laughs> was that I was doing sales emails and reaching out to brands that had participated in previous events with us. And I remember that we had Get Super at this past event and we had it in our office and we were drinking it. Like we were having it as like our second cup of coffee. And the reason why was because the let basically incorporating the 20 milligrams of the water-soluble hemp extract into caffeine was not only giving us a second cup of coffee with a little bit of a caffeine kick, but it wasn't it wasn't creating the same side effects or wasn't giving us the same side effects as, as a second cup of coffee normally would without the CBD. So we noticed that we were very calm, we were very focused, we felt like we still had energy, but we weren't experiencing the caffeine shakes or the kind of caffeine high or the crash that comes after that. And so I was kind of doing these outbound sales emails and I was really trying to convince him to come on to Agus. I'm like, look, the like this is a beautiful product. I use it. And during this time too, I was also drinking it super because I really didn't want to have to give up my caffeine routine and my morning cup of coffee routine. Um, although I started noticing that caffeine was a huge trigger for my anxiety. So during this time, all these things are kind of happening, but I'm putting CBD oil in my coffee because I don't want to have to give it up. I'm drinking it super because it's an instant coffee infused with CBD. And basically, I won't go into like too deep into the details, but there was an opportunity that came my way for me to acquire Get Super. And when this opportunity came into my lap after walking through 20, you know, or this was during 2020, but after walking through so much of 2020, I felt like this was like a new chance and I felt like this was a new opportunity. I was so in the weeds and felt like I was in such a dark place that like this was something that not only, this product was something that was not only currently helping me and making me feel better, but it had opened up my eyes to doing something that was so much larger than me and immediately it made me kind of see through this lens that you know this person had created get super originally because he himself had struggled with anxiety and 
to hear that, like I was like, he struggled with anxiety because of caffeine or it was triggered from his caffeine and he didn't want to have to give up his cup of coffee. Now, like because of all of this, like it really just seemed like divinely guided. And this was something that I just literally felt in my bones. Like I, I, I needed to do this. So I decided literally within, I think a week or two, I talked with my family. I talked with Spencer and I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go for it. And (laughs) I'll never forget. I sat down with a girlfriend of mine. She's huge in the CBG industry. And she, I remember telling her and her jaw just kind of dropped. And I was like, what do you think? And she's like, this is a lot. And I was like, yeah, I know. But like, what do you think? And she's like, like, (laughs) I don't even, I don't even know if I fully remember what she said. I do remember this portion though, where I go, do you think that I'm in over my head? And she goes, yes. But I also think that you're more than capable of doing this. And she really believed in me. So when, when all of this happened, you know, get super was something that immediately we took into our hands and into our agency. And we immediately started to reformulate everything. We redid all the branding. We redid the entire website. We reformulated the coffee and hemp or water, water soluble hemp extract ratios. Um, we had all of it taste tested. So we spent about a year just in the redevelopment process of Get Super. And um, we've also spent part of that year actually formulating some new products that we're really excited about that go past just your morning coffee ritual. So with Get Super, it has... It has led me to this incredible journey as an entrepreneur in just that it has opened up my eyes that we are like, as, you know, as entrepreneurs, as humans, as people, we are capable of so much more than we, than we know, or that we believe in ourselves. And from somebody that is, you know, a marketer. And someone that dabbles, you know, with serial entrepreneurship, I shouldn't say dabble, someone that is a serial entrepreneurship, is entrepreneur, it was, you know, this, this was a little bit daunting. I'm going into a new space. I mean, I come from Red Bull. I know that area of the beverage industry, but this is, you know, consumables, this is ingestibles. And this is also the world of integrating, you know, superfoods and hemp and supplements to help people's overall well-being. This is not an easy task, but my god, if I could help one person the way that it helped me and like basically have someone feel less alone because of this product, that is that is the mission. That is the goal. The goal is to show up here for people that need to make their need to have their day be a little bit more super, that just need a little bit of help. And that is something that I felt. That is something that I felt so like I felt that when I was walking through 2020, I felt the most alone and I felt so in need of just a little bit of help. So I'm just reflecting here, but like I can remember the feeling of like 
literally just kind of saying like, fuck it all and just wanting like this amazing big change. And I did, I made another huge change. And, um, internally, I just really started working on my self-work and my betterment. And with this, you know, moving forward with this new era of of the show, I think that's something that I really want to tap into. You know, we've always talked about the social good. We've always talked about the importance of mental health when dealing with social media or influencers and, um, you know, being so immersed into it. And then now being at this other place in my life where I was looking at who I used to be and how deeply, deeply ingrained I was into the kind of dog and pony show that is marketing and influencers and, you know, making brands great and teaching them how to really cultivate audiences. Um, I want to talk about, you know, the side effects of what comes with that. And also too, just being an entrepreneur, everything that goes into being an entrepreneur is also, there's also some crazy struggles and some times where you feel so alone. So I want to, I want to lean into these things and I want to lean into them because, you know, I'm, I've kind of been awoken that there are people that are going through this and I don't want them to feel alone. I don't want you to feel like you're hopeless or you have no will to live or you have no will to carry on. I want you to know you're not alone and that there are others out there that have, you know, may not have the same exact journey as you or may not have gone through the same things as you, but you know, there's a community that wants to hold you and wants to catch you. So as 2020, you know, continued, there were some pretty big learning lessons that I want to share with you guys um, that I learned on my end and something that, you know, I felt like this journey I wanted to share. And again, I'm not sharing everything in my journey. I'm not, I'm not there yet, guys. I'm not there to really break down you know, the past traumas, the childhood, the things that have led me to that place where when it was just, you know, I was just living in my own echo chamber, how much I I realized, you know, who I am and what was ingrained in me and what things made me who I am today. So three things that I learned that, you know, from 2020 and from walking through what I walked through is that slowing down is fucking incredible. Slowing down is probably one of the best things you can do. You know, I, there's this hustle mentality. There's this overambitious mentality and it's fucking wrong. Like the best thing we can do is to sit and slow down and open our eyes to what is happening or what is going on, you know, around us or what's going on with inside of us and to really open your eyes and just stop working or being busy for a day. Just slow down. I think a lot of us too got a taste of that during the lockdown, but it was all, it was, it was this awesome, awesome thing when I realized and I woke up kind of out of this like foggy sleep that I'm like, do I, do I even like what I'm doing? Like, do I like doing marketing for other people? Do I enjoy working all hours of the day and having no boundaries for my team or for my clients? Do I enjoy that? No, fuck no. But but had I not, but had I not slowed down, had I not taken some time to open my eyes, and again, I, you know, we were totally forced to slow down. It wasn't something that I, you know, actively sought out. But after going through it, I was like, wow, I want to do this more often. And um, you know, I actually did it again in 2020. I took off and went to Palm Springs for a weekend just to plan and think 
And um, my dad, my dad has this saying in uh, when, when you're racing cars, it's called seat time. And you get better and better with the vehicle that you're learning how to drive or the vehicle you're learning how to race by just sitting in it um, or practicing or mentally envisioning the race um, and just spending more and more time in your car. And I kind of feel – at first I used to feel that way about business and now I kind of feel that way about myself. You know, The more time that I sit and I get to be with just Whitney and I get to just hear my thoughts or just understand who I am, the better and more understanding I have for who I am and also to the life I want to live. So that was a huge – that was a huge learning for me. The second thing was that not everyone is for you and you're not for everyone. I feel like I've preached this message multiple times on the podcast, but I mean, I can't say it again. Like not everybody's for you. Not everyone wants to respect those boundaries or really even gives a shit about you. And that's okay because those aren't your people and you're not for everyone. And being a people pleaser, being someone that wants to see so much success for brands and wants to really lean into, you know, doing big cool shit with really awesome clients, you start to find yourself in the cyclical pattern of just giving up everything and doing anything to make the campaign work or doing anything to make them happy. And especially in that pandemic when we were just brands were just grasping for sales and you know maybe not so much the direct to consumer brands or the e-commerce brands, but really the hospitality brands or brick and mortar, you gave up a huge part of yourself because you were just trying to make something work. You were just trying to help them get by. And um, that's kind of when I realized, you know, I was giving up so much of myself, so much of my time, so much, so much of my mental capacity to these people when in reality, you know, as a business owner and maybe even as a woman, I cared so much and I cared so deeply for them. Um, and when in reality, there maybe that care wasn't even being reflected back toward me. And um, I kind of gave up and let go and let down these boundaries that I had had because I was kind of lost in this pattern of trying to just do and give so much to them. And um, so I think it's a good, I think it's a good reminder to realize that, you know, you're not for everyone and not everyone's for you. And it's okay. And honestly, those people that are for you are going to make are going to show up. They're going to catch you. They're going to hold space for you and they're going to support you and want to see you win too. The third thing I learned is that this is a big one. Um you get to decide what feels good. You get to decide based on what feels good. You get to decide your life. You get to channel and do what feels good to you. If business doesn't feel good, if clients don't feel good, hell, if your job doesn't feel good or not working doesn't feel good, you get to change that. You get to hold all of that power. Um, I think another thing in entrepreneurship, yeah, in entrepreneurship is just honestly feeling like we have to do something or feeling compelled in like, we're stuck in something and we have to see through, see it through or follow it through. Um, I think this is a huge lie. I think this is a huge lie for women too. We feel obligated constantly and we feel this constant pressure to show up and 
do all these things and be this and have your personal brand and fucking yada, yada, yada. In reality, like we don't have to do any of that. Like you get to decide based on what feels good. You get to open yourself up to what abundance you want to feel and what abundance looks like for you. So I, I really love, I really love that. And that was a huge, that was a huge theme that I learned, you know, working with my coach and working with my therapist is that I didn't have to, you know, submit myself to all these things that I felt obligated in doing. I really just had to figure out what I wanted to do and what felt right and what felt true in my heart and go after it. And it sparked Get Super. It sparked the creation of this magical brand and this mission and vision that I have now. So as we wrap up this episode, I feel like I've been talking for fucking ever. You know, I really just want to drive that home that what's coming next with this show, what's coming next in terms of the cadence is bringing back, you know, bringing in these guests and these powerful thought leaders that are going to speak to the power of influence. They're going to speak to entrepreneurship. They are going to speak to mental health. And as an entrepreneur or as someone just that is career driven, how they're able to, you know, push forward and what valuable what valuable insights they've learned along the way. So I am so excited for you guys. I'm so excited for the show. <laughs> Thank you so much for sitting through this long solo episode and just being patient as I announce everything. I do have a couple few, a couple few, okay? Yep. <laughs> I do have a couple last announcements. The first is that this episode is launching today and we will be hosting an amazing launch party this weekend. And I am so excited. If you are local to the San Diego area, please reach out to me for a special invite. You've made it this far. You've listened to the full solo episode go ahead and DM us either on the podcast um, under the influence.pod or you can go ahead and DM us at get super and get super is spelled G-E-T-S-U-P-R, no E. And um, yeah, we're also going to be doing a giveaway. I'm going to be giving away two boxes of get super. Um, so go ahead and leave a comment on the episode 51 graphic on under the influence.pod or my personal. And um you can try it for yourself. But as always, I appreciate you guys. And I love this community. And I love that we're restarting this show again to bring more value, to inspire and empower you within your own brand and within your own life. And yeah, thanks for going under the influence with me. Again, we're back. Let's fucking do this. (laughs) 